Welcome everyone, as Hashem, we learn Dear Shemish Nebrun Simen Chesif Yud Shir number 22, that's chapter 8, number 10, in Hilchos Titzis, Yud Beis Adar Beis, Toshin Pei Beis, March 15, 2022, and we continue to discuss the halachas of Titzis. Im loivesh talis cotton v'oil she'ein yod of nekiyos. The Mechaber tells us in Sif Yud, if a person's wearing his talis cotton when his hands are not clean, which means... He's not able to make a bracha. You'll be shenabalay bracha. You should put on this talis cotton without a bracha. There can be numerous reasons as to why he can't make a bracha. One, he touched part of his part of his body that has to be it's covered. Now he has to wash his hands. He touched his shoes. He uh, has to go to the restroom. Whatever the reason might be why he can't make a bracha. So what he should do is shiyutol yodov. The mechaber says the next page when he washes his hands, yimashmeish but sitzes vivarichlov. He should. Move it sits us around and he should make the bracha. So we're going to see in the Mishnah what he is trying to accomplish over here, not, not trying to, but the is accomplishing is the necessity of doing what's called oiver la'asiyasan, which means every time you do a mitzvah, you make a bracha, then you do the action. So if you're already wearing your talus cotton, for those who make a bracha and talus cotton, let's say for right now, make it simple, they don't have a talus gadol. So, where is your oiver lasiyasan if you're already wearing your talus cotton? Where is the act of doing something after you make your bracha? You're already wearing it. So, normally we would say, you make the bracha and then you put it on. So, now what we're saying is, well, what you should do is, you should, you move the tzitzis, and then that's when you could, you make the bracha and you're moving the tzitzis, and that's the oiver lasiyasan. That's the action that's taking place after you make the bracha. That's the first approach in the Mechaber. Once again, the case was you couldn't make a, a bracha because your hands are not clean, but you already put on your talis, you cut on. So then when you wash your hands, you mash mesh with tzitzis, you should move the tzitzis and you make the bracha on it. Says the Mechaber further, or when you wear a different talis, meaning let's say the talis godol, you should make a bracha, and you should also have a mind to exempt your talus cotton. And you will not have to move around the tzitzis of the first talus cotton. And the reason is because the bracha you made on the talus gadol, you're going to have a mind for the talus cotton as well. And therefore, it's not necessary to have to move around the talus cotton Tzitzis of the talus cotton, as is to say, like it's oivelas yosin. The Mishru says here on the same page, sif cotton chav gimel, four lines down on the right column. Yemashmeish betzitzis. Once again, the first case is where the person his hands were not clean, and he already put on his talus cotton. So when does he make his bracha? So he makes his bracha after he washes his hands, and now where does he have oivelas yosin? So the bezei yechoshek tzas kilo loivshay os. So by you moving your your, your tzitzis, it's like you're just putting it on now. It's as if you're wearing it now for the first time. Even though we conclude in all the mitzvahs, you have to make the bracha and then do the ma'as. This case is a little different because the person is not is not at the state of being fit to make the bracha, so that's why we will use this approach of mimashmesh with tzitzis, moving the tzitzis, 
and then making the bracha. Says the Mishra the, the Mishra further Dalid. Now he's going to tell us that it's better not to make the bracha on Talas Katan. Better not to make the bracha on Talas Katan. He's give us three reasons. Three reasons. And therefore, it's, he's going to say it's even better, this next approach, to have in mind when you make the bracha on the Talas Gadol, to have the Talas Katan in mind as well. We have in Liftor, have intention when you make the bracha on the Talas Gadol or in different Talas to. Uh, to exempt the need for the bracha and talis katan, v'hachinog bezmanenu. That's the custom nowadays. Levarich al talis gadol, lechavin liftor bezeh talis katan to make the bracha. Levarich al talis gadol, make the bracha and talis gadol, and have kavana lechavin liftor bezeh talis katan. Intend to exempt the talis katan with the bracha and talis katan. V'achi adif tveim imashin oigin eza anoshim shemavarich al talis katan v'take mavarich al talis gadol. The Mishra says this approach of having the bracha in mind on the talis katan, we make the bracha on the talis gadol, is better, is a better approach as opposed to making the bracha on the talis gadol after made the bracha on the talis katan. And the reason is because person will now bring himself to make a bracha shenetzricha. So apparently the case is in the Mishnah Brewers that the person is making the bracha on the talis katan. Then he uses a word here, takef. Takef meaning immediately after he made the bracha on talis katan. He's already dressed. He's ready to go. Now he makes a bracha on talis gadol. So why is he doing this, says the Mishra? He's making a bracha shenetzricha. He's making a bracha that's not necessary. Don't make a bracha on talis katan. Then make a bracha on talis gadol. That's why the Mishra says, make, don't make the bracha at all on the talis katan. Have the talis katan in mind when you make the bracha on talis gadol. Now he's going to give two more reasons which are really one, as to why the person should not make a bracha on the Talas Katan. So he's coming to answer, well, we said that if you make the bracha on the Talas Gadol, right after you made the bracha on the Talas Katan, so you're causing a bracha, so he says, okay, fine, so I'll wait a little. Let's say I'll wait a little. Let's say I'll wait some time before making my bracha on the Talas Gadol. There's another problem we might have. You know what the problem is? Many times it's not appropriate to make the bracha on the talis katan because it's not open fully on the side. Majority of it is not open on the sides. What he's referring to is what we learned last week or yesterday that you have to have the majority of the side of the tzitzis opened. What he's referring to once again is that not the the regular standard tzitzis that's a four-corner garment, but more like, let's say, a uh, a, a bege, like an undershirt-type tzitzis, where it's sliced up, the bege, the majority of the side is sliced up. Oh. It's cut all the way up. Now, it's it's not at the under the armpit. It's still attached. It's still attached. But the majority of it. So he says, what happens if the majority is not Sliced up the side, so then you can't make a bracha on such a talis kata. So he just he's giving scenarios where it's better not to bring yourself to make a bracha on a talis kata if you can have the bracha on the talis gadol. What about emergency? Like, well, I just let you finish the sentence. Sure. Or it's too small. The actual talis kata is not the proper measurement, as we'll be discussing in siman tezayin. <coughs> and therefore, it's another reason why you should not be making the bracha on talis katan. Oidu yashin 
boy belayla, or he's sleeping in it at night. And as we'll see more on this later on, that a person sleeping in the talus cotton at night could be should not be making the bracha on that same talus cotton in the morning. And Mechaber says back on the top of the page, Sif Yud Aleph, Eki mitzvah talus cotton l'loshoi al begadov. Kedei shetomid yirayhu v'yizkar mitzvah. So Mechaber says, Shachan tells us, the main wearing of the talus cotton should be on top of your shirt. Loshoi al begadov. Right? Take a look around, just like everybody's wearing today. Right? It's on your shirt. Right? No, the answer is not. No, we don't wear it. No, it's not. We don't. Keep <laughs> saying yes, but we don't. Ah, there we go. Hasidim do that. We're not we're not wearing it on top of our shirt. It's under our shirt. You can't see right. You can't no, see my towel. I'm taking my t-shirt. I put the t-shirt. Well, yeah, okay, fine. So you put it on your that's on your undershirt. That, that, but but Mechaber says the reason why you're doing this why on top of your clothing. That you should be able to see it and remember the mitzvahs. Right, so that's not that's what Hasidim do. Yeah, right? that's, that, yeah. that's what Hasidim do. Now, he's he's not even referring to the tzitzis. He's referring to the beged. The beged itself. So first of all, you see that there's this mile of seeing the beged, according to the Mechaber. And through seeing the beged, you'll also remember the, the, the mitzvahs. Because what we learned yesterday, we learned the kavan and sifches of tzitzis, of the mitzvah tzitzis, is to remember all the mitzvahs. It's a reminder. So it is interesting. It is interesting that that we're going to say now in the Mishnah from the Ksavim from the Rizal, who says not to put it on top of your shirt, but underneath your shirt. Yeah, yeah. What I find interesting is that many times you find by Hasidim they find they follow Minhagi Arizal, as opposed to the Shulchan Aruch is saying you should. The Rizal says you shouldn't, and we are following the the the. the Savim of the Arizal, as opposed to by the Minik Chasidim. You have to know what's Pshat, why Dafka Minik Chasidim follow this Shulchan Aruch over the Arizal in this case. Take a look at the Mishra Sivkot and Chavhei. Now, before I read the words here, I just want to mention also, it's going to really be more for Sivkot and Chavav. I just want to say it now. We can also discuss the importance of having your tzitzis, the strings, not the garment, not the beged, the strings exposed, sticking out. And the Mishra is going to be talking very, very strong words of the importance of doing this. I'm just giving this uh, introduction by saying that there are other opinions. I'm not saying it's a generally followed and accepted opinion by everyone as to why one can still have his tzitzis tucked in. Okay? But, nonetheless... We're going to discuss the very powerful words from the Mishnah as to why a person's tzitzis should be exposed out. First, we begin here in Sifkan Chafei. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, okay. so Underneath his clothing. Not like the Mechaber said, Al Begadov. And the dear should know, they bring here from the Be'er Lacha later on in Simen Yod Sifches, the Be'er brings that our meaning is to wear our talus cotton underneath our shirt. 
Of Adinim and Hagas, he brings further Shachazanish Hayinayig Luvoy Shesatzitis Al Haksoynis. The Chazanish was noyed to wear his talus cotton on top of his shirt. If you look at pictures of the Chazanish, you'll see it's on top of his shirt. Like who? Like the Shachan Now he says further in regards to wearing the talus cotton on the person's body directly, directly touching his skin. So let's say without an undershirt to put the tzitzis on directly on the person's chest or to put it on what we call the undershirt tzitzis. So he brings here from Rechaim Kinyaski, it's better not to do so. Why not? Better not to do so. Rechaim Kinyaski Shlita is learning that if you have a Garment, a baguette, which is made specifically to absorb the perspiration and the sweat, such a garment like this is not obligated to put on tzitzis in the first place. Now, you'll tell me one second, you'll, you'll go down to the, the Judaica stores and you'll find a whole section of what's called the undershirt tzitzis. Okay, so he's not saying it's usser, it's just not, it's, it, 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 it's not. It's not appropriate because if it's going to be that, uh, I mean, he's he's going more on the stronger side not to do so. But uh, you have to understand also. First of all, I'm not saying it's not they don't make it for adults, but most of those are for children. Right. Okay, and this room def- definitely be leaning for children to be comfortable with it. But uh, for adults, one should definitely try to wear his undershirt separately and his tzitzis on top of his undershirt. I in the summer it gets hot, okay, you also get more schar. Not that we do the mitzvah of the schar, but Lamaisa, you see there is a concern here that Rechaim Kinyaski is raising. Let's go further now. In Sifkan Chafei, he still says, So he says, people walking amongst the Goyim, so they're not going to want to have the tzitzis necessarily, the talus godel, outside, even though you see many, of course, to do today still. But the main hakpada is that when you make the bracha, it should be outside and you wrap around the amount, at least amount of time it takes to walk Dalad Amos. Now we come here in Sifkan Chavov, where the Mishru tells us that the tzitzis should be seen. Very posh, very straightforward. The Pasuk says, Ur-isim and you shall see them, Uzhartem, and you shall remember them. You will see the tzitzis, and you remember to do the mitzvahs of Hashem. When a person sees tzitzis, it should charge him. But just the same way we, we, we make a reminder to go shopping and, and this and that, and whatever things we have to do throughout the day, you put down the list. When we see tzitzis, we have to be reminded. What's the first reminder we should be reminded to do? Mitzvahs. Well, which of the mitzvahs is Talmud Torah? Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah is connected kulam. We have to do mitzvahs. So when you see someone sits, it's not like, oh, uh, so what are you doing today? Oh, I have nothing to do today. No, that's not the pshat. You finish shas 500 times yet? You finish all every tesis you have clear? You finish all the mishnayis? You finish all of Tanakh? No. The tzitzis are a reminder. Talmud Torah connected kulam. Do the mitzvahs. Do, which mitzvah? Charge yourself. Tiring mitzvahs. Do all the mitzvahs. We'll do the greatest mitzvah. So you see tzitzis, this is a charge to go do mitzvahs. He says further, mm-hmm. 
Those people put their tzitzis inside their pants. Not only are they hiding themselves, their eyes, from that which it says, you should see them and remember to do them. They're also disgracing the mitzvah of Hashem. How are they disgracing the mitzvah of Hashem? It gives a, gives a marshal in a minute. And also they're going to have to stand in front of judgment, in front of Hashem, for not treating his mitzvahs properly, the mitzvah tzitzis. How are they not treating it properly? Because they're not exposing it. So, it's interesting because he says one taina, one like excuse people say, well, I'm not wearing my tzitzis out because, you know, I'm walking around the Goyim and it's, it's a little strange for me to do something like this. So he says, it's sufficient in that case to put your tzitzis in the pocket of the of the baguette of the tzitzis. So some tzitzis have a pocket in the in the actual garment of the baguette. And that would be suffice, suffice for it to be still considered to be out. I, I will say, in this generation, for better or for worse, usually it's for worse, we have what's, everything goes. You go in different communities, different places, you see all these other people, all these other religions, they do what they do. They, they, they wear the garments they wear, they do this and that, and then you have the, the Mishigayim who do the crazy things that they do, Lahavdil, you know. Let's let's be proud. It's not 1940 now, and we come just off off the boat from Europe and into a foreign country. So where it sits us out. He says further. And even if if, if you had a dayer and a present, imagine imagine you get a, a present from a king. Imagine you get a present from a king. And and. It has his name, his emblem on this on this present. Let's say a pin. You know what? you're gonna show it off. You can show it off. You know, there are people that have license plates. Uh, um, that what was it when they fought in the war? What's it? Uh, what's it called? Uh, veteran, veteran's plates. Veterans plates, right? They 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 show me. I I was a soldier. Well, why, why does he, he pay? He pay extra for it. I don't pay extra. I'm saying, but you got to do something extra. You don't get it, right? You have to ask for it at least, right? So, 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 why do they do this? They're proud. They're proud. I, I worked hard. I was in the army. So he's saying here, you get, you get a gift from Hashem, and you're gonna hide the gift. You get a gift from a Baruch, and you're gonna hide it. The kavachayim etzitzes shemerames al sheim melech malchi amlach mekadosh baruchu. Even more so by the tzitzis that is coming to Meramis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem is the king of all kings. As we'll see more on this in Simon the Chavdal, it says, hey, how, how a person is honored. He is honored, this person who wears proudly the name of Hashem by wearing the tzitzis. You know, sometimes you have a person who's a sports fan. So a sports fan, so you put on a certain cap, you know, Excuse me, I know we're in Philadelphia, but he puts on a Yankee cap. He's a Yankee fan. Puts on a Phillies cap. He's a Phillies fan. He wants to show that's the team he's part of. When you put on that tzitzis, and you have your tzitzis out, what you're saying is, I'm a Shem's fan. I'm a fan of the mitzvahs. I'm part of that team. I'm, I'm part of that team. That's, that's, that's the best team to be proud of. Now listen to this, Chazal. One who is careful to mitzvah tzitzis, he merits 
to see Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Pnei Ashchina. Or Mashem in Aksuvim the Hayyudim sheyishor leiskates that the Yidden, the Jews that will remain Moisim Mashiach, you Mitzuyonim Mitzuzu will be experts with this mitzvah. Kmei Dachsiv as it says in the pasuk Gavo Asar Anoshim Yekol Shainos Agoyim Echzigu B'Knaf Ish Yehudi. You can have ten people from each of the nations, and they're going to grab onto the the corners of the garments of the Jew of the Yid. Whoever merits to do the mitzvah properly, he's going to have, you saw the English on that one, right? 2,800 servants. You're not going to have to mow your lawn anymore. Now we'll have to shovel the snow. Okay, let's give you examples here. So you see over here, this is just a drop in the buck of the importance of the mitzvah tzitzis, to be proud of tzitzis, to show your tzitzis, when you see someone sits this, it should be a reminder to do the mitzvahs. And of course, when we say to do the mitzvahs, the number one focus should be on Talmud Torah connected Kulam of the greatest of all mitzvahs. We continue here with Sif Yud Beis. Now there's an interesting scenario here in Sif Yud Beis, which is based not in our generation of how we do things, but based on the case in the Torah, where a person, where a person has a few garments of four corners and the question is he's making making the bracha on one of them and he's going to put on the other garments as well does he make a bracha on each garment or does one bracha suffice for all of them and the answer is depends how he puts them on let's take a look here and see if you base he has a few garments of four corners they're all chayven tzitzis. In other words, a person shouldn't say, okay, I have a four-corner garment, I'll put on the tzitzis on the four-corner garment, and that's sufficient. No. If you have a four-corner garment, you have to put on tzitzis on the four-corner garment, if you have another four-corner garment, you put tzitzis on those also, if you want to wear it. If you can be in your drawer, you don't have to put tzitzis on the four-corner garment, and you're not wearing it. If you wear all, let's say, four of these garments without an interruption, and your intention is to wear all of them when you make the bracha. Only make one bracha. One bracha suffices for all of them. If you have a hasik between them, and if you do make a hasik, then you have to make a new bracha on each and every one. Says the Mishra Sif Kadun four corner garment that you want to wear. If you wear all of them, but they're in your table, in your drawer, then it's potted. Because it's an obligation of the person and not an obligation on the garment. The garment doesn't, you don't have to put this on a garment that has four corners. If you want to wear a four corner garment, that's when you have to put this on that garment. Depending on the size, depending—I mean, if the shear is the proper shear, then it might be it might be a problem. Uh, when you say a scarf, you know, usually it's not it's not going to be a problem. The the scarf. Mm-hmm. Now, if a person was mafsik beinayim, if he interrupted, made a hefsik in between putting on the first garment or the second garment, the third or fourth, so then you'd have to make a new bracha on the other four corner garments when he wants to wear them. the Talking about a large. Interruption, which is, falls in the category of what's called Hesachadas. He took his mind off this topic of putting on the tzitzis. 
But if it's just tam, a she is zman ma, just a small, a small time of uh, of uh, interruption. The magen avram and the other achreinim say later on in simon reishvav that a small interruption of silence is not going to be uh, to warrant you to make a new bracha. If you waited a lot, more than the amount of time it takes to to uh, speak. Um, I believe what he's referring to is to say Shem Alecha Rebbe Mairi. Still, if you you would not have to make a new bracha. Mimsach, because you were quiet. Mimsach Beinayim. Mimsach Beinayim. If you spoke in between, you put on the first one. Then you spoke and you want to put on the second one. So if what you spoke about is for the purpose of getting dressed, of putting on the garment, give me the garment so I can put it on, or anything of the like that you spoke on the topic of the tzitzis, it's obvious you don't have to go back and make new brocha. Just like, let's say you washed for bread or for challah, and you asked the person for, for salt after you washed. So you could do that. It's not a hazard. Now, ideally, make sure you put your salt on the table yourself beforehand. You won't have to ask anything. But, it's not called a hefzik because it's for the topic of the salt or the bread. So to over here, but if it wasn't, the top of conversation was not for the purpose of the levisha. Many places say that even a small sicha, even one word, as we'll see later on, is considered to be a hefzik. And, and therefore, a person, you know, again, to us, we don't put on four corner, four garments or four corners on ourselves. But we have to make sure that when we do put on our talis cotton, whatever we're doing, whatever we're doing with the bracha, we should not even be making a hashtag even with one word. Just a similar concept when the person is taivil kalim. He goes to the mikvah to be taivil kalim. Mm-hmm. So let's see, it's five kalim. And so the chadchila, definitely, he should make sure to try to be quiet and not to interrupt with sicha. After you, well, from the time he finishes until he finishes toivel all the kalim he toivels one two he doesn't interrupt no speaking until he finishes unless it's me Indian of the tefila you ask somebody can you pass me that you know towel or that uh, next pot you know you should not be interrupting you should not be speaking until you should not be speaking until he finishes let's just finish this over here so he says they came in the yesh seifin bezed the ein tzarech lachzur levarich that you don't have to go back and make a new bracha. That it's it's just like he spoke in the middle of his meal. Don't bring yourself into a question. Do you have to make a new bracha? Do you have to not make a bracha? Therefore, don't talk in between when you're putting on these garments. Let's just finish the last two lines here. Person should be careful not to talk. That's what I wanted to finish the last lines. He says, He does not go back and make a new bracha. You should also be careful not to make a large interruption. Because if you do make a large interruption, then we learn the halacha is you do have to go back and make a new bracha. So don't create a massive a situation that you now have to make a bracha by creating a long hefsek. So that was the first part of Sifiyad Beis, which Mitzvah will continue.
tomorrow on Tainus Esther, Abolon Lutaiva. And then we will uh, just review here the few main points here. We said if a person wears a talus cotton and when his hands aren't clean, he should uh, mash mesh, move the tzitzis a little, that's after he washes his hands. And then we also said it's better to make the Rachel Talas Godol and have the Talas Cotton in mind. In Sifir Aleph, we said that uh, the main mitzvah of the Talas Cotton is that you should be wearing it on your clothing according to the Mechaber. This way it could be visible to everyone. Then we said from the Ksavim, from the Rizal, that a person should be wearing it tachas underneath his clothing. And then we spoke about the importance of having the actual tzitzit strings exposed just like a king gives a person a gift, he wants to show everybody that I received this gift from the king. So too, we want to show everybody that we have this gift from Hashem and to expose it proudly and to the main point, to remind ourselves what is the purpose of tzitzis, to remind ourselves that we have an obligation of 630 mitzvahs and of course, the best of them all is the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Have a wonderful day.